to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. And I'm DJ Impact, and I got the Vegas Bad Boys here with me. It's good to see you fellas here. Hey, uh, DJ, just, just to let you guys know, uh-huh. I might have I might have to bop out at any point here. Um, I ordered nachos and some chicken fingers at 4.30 yesterday, and I think I'm almost there. <laughs> Yeah, at least you're getting them. Let me ask you: you so sure your payment didn't get cut off? So, Matt Michaels, you're still at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the nice thing about these backdrops. We could do the podcast from anywhere. So that is true. Okay, well, uh, yeah, good luck, good luck with that, man. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, guys, so much to talk about. Uh, first off, a quick programming note that. Uh, we normally do our wrestling talk, and we do three count. No three count tonight. Wrestling talk, so much wrestling has happened this past weekend. It is no way we can get it all done and uh, just for, well, we can get it all done tonight. But as long as we're going to go, it makes sense to have to split them up into two shows. So if you're watching this live, and hopefully you are, you would get a chance to hear the whole thing. Although if you are listening to us through podcasts on Monday, you will get us talking about most of WWE shows during this weekend and our local shows that took place here. And then on Tuesday's podcast, you'll get a chance to hear all the rest of the programming with AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, and a few others, all right? So uh, just no three count uh, for this week. All right, with that, man, so much going on, guys. Let's just get right into it. SummerSlam weekend. I, I guess you could say we pulled it off, huh? <laughs> Here in Vegas. <laughs> uh, you know. Didn't go without a hitch, but yeah. 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 It was all That's right. a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, let's just kick off the show and, and, and pretty much how it started off. And we'll just uh, we'll go from there. We show kicked off with... Biggie and Baron Corbin, which um, you know was a uh, a cool match. You know, it's pretty much what we've been seeing leading up to uh, Corbin running off with that Money in the Bank briefcase, and so now it is in the righteous hand, the right hands of that person, and um, we'll see where uh, where it goes. Where does Corbin goes from there? So uh, I don't know. I mean, well, yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, we were pretty much all there live. The one good thing that I got from that match was it gave me an opportunity to kind of see the crowd's reaction live on how they feel about Biggie. 
uh, Big E, <clears throat> which is cool because, you know, I always wonder with, with, with WWE going back live, you know, what is the crowd's response? Yeah. I mean, other than what we kind of see in, you know, uh, what we think the crowd sounds like. And, and a lot of people for a pre-show match, might I say, I mean, Big E still continued to win over the crowd. Like people loved him. Now, mind you, it was the first match, you know, people were kind of just waiting to get this thing started, but it lets me know that, you know, pretty much once Big E is ready to go. And I've heard, I've heard WWE has big plans for a Big E push, which if he's heard. Yeah, I heard. He's got- I'm pretty sure, you know, but I heard, uh, you know, cause, cause, cause I don't want to sit here and think I know everything, but, um, you know, it's one of those things where I think that he'll be good. He'll be good when he cashes that in. Who he'll cash it on, I don't know. You know, he may he may choose to cash it on uh, on uh, on Raw instead of SmackDown. Who knows? I mean, well, check Mike, this out. Michael's probably knows. Check this out. First off, uh, speaking of money in the bank, just let's just go ahead and, and make that that curve right while while we're here. Uh, money in the bank in Vegas next year. At Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> um, yep. Now, let me ask you guys, because I don't, I, I've followed WWE practically all my life. I never remember any pay per view that's not one of the top four. Top four, of course, meaning SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, and Royal Rumble that have ever been in a, foot, a football stadium before. Would this be a first for this type of event? Yeah, okay. Uh, for for big four, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, Realistically, I mean, it's it's not really a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, there was talk that um, WWE was going to be expanding and adding a fifth, you know, top tier pay per view, and mm. obviously this is this is the the cementing of that. Um, gotcha. They're making Money in the Bank one of their you know core five pay per views. Gotcha. Or they could have just removed Survivor Series and they could have kept the top four. <laughs> they forced <laughs> you, you know. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there's people that like Survivor Series, but I mean, it's changed. It's not even the same the way I, how it was yeah, when it first it, started. <laughs> when when they got rid of the team versus team thing, right. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. let me ask y'all this question real quick because you said Survivor Series. You know, I don't want to jump all over the place, but with uh, what we saw last night, it was talked about many a times. Team Cena, Team uh, um, Roman Reigns, do you think that they'll do something like that for like Survivor Series? Possibly. I mean, I, I know right now it doesn't make sense because they're both on SmackDown. I'm just curious. What are, What are you talking about, Team Cena and C- Team Reigns? Who's been? T- who are these people that have been talking? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No. You 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 didn't watch Summer uh, SummerSlam last night? They were talking about it, and they talked about it pre- previous times on SmackDown. They they've been mentioning it more often than not. It, so it is curious. it is something that it is something that was mentioned by uh, John Cena in the promos, asking the crowd if they were Team Reigns or Team Cena. Um, that so has I, nothing to do with Survivor I, Series. I, That's who I, you're I, asked, I asked. I, the I I'm, I'm just. I'm yeah, no, Steve. That. Steve, you're not at fault here. Simon <laughs> Street is the one just assuming oh information and deciding to process shit. it. Okay, 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 okay. First and foremost, <laughs> go, go fucking eat your nachos and calm the fuck down. I haven't okay. got them yet. That's why I'm pissed. <laughs> you're still fucking angry from the fucking yesterday, man. Apparently, <laughs> no, no. And, I'm asking the question on would that be cool if they figured out some sort of way? I don't want to go into how they would do it. But I felt a lot of people, when it was said by Cena, 
people were all on board, like, oh, I'm I'm Team Cena, I'm Team Roman Reigns, outside of the match in that helping to build the match for SummerSlam. Would that be something cool? Because Survivor Series at times is dry. Is it not, gentlemen? Is it not dry when they try to come up with conceptually two different teams in a Survivor yeah, Series? Yeah, but, but you're forgetting one key factor here, and that is Cena shoots movies and television and commercials. Yeah. That. So I, I don't think you're going to see anything involving a team Cena versus a team Reigns, to be honest. But, but let me especially with, especially with you know the way things ended up. True, true. I, I, I was just curious because it was, it was something that people got excited about. And for me, first thought I said, damn, it would be cool if people are this excited for Survivor Series, which most of the times, let's be honest, we're not that excited. We're excited for the Royal Rumble. We're excited for SummerSlam. We're excited for WrestleMania, but when it comes to Survivor Series, it gets it's dry. It's kind of like, uh, okay. And, I mean, is it maybe? It's well, you know me. what? I tell you what. I'll sum it up for you, Simon Street. It, it's it's missionary position. All right, that's what. That's it's what very missionary. Position. Right. It's not even missionary position. It's, it's like no oral play. <laughs> so check this out. Just uh, for those that maybe don't uh, get the reference of the entire uh, nachos that in wings and all that that we're we we've been waiting for um Allegiant Stadium man I tell you this is a state of the art the most modern how many billions of dollars put together and this cashless uh stadium apparently systems went down maybe after the third match okay which means Anything that you wanted to purchase, food-wise, drinks, um, probably even uh, shirts or whatever the case, if you were on their system, it went down. And apparently it just didn't happen here. It was connected systems through other parks throughout the country. I think they said San Diego Padres. Yeah. Echo Park. Yeah. Yeah. And And other restaurants and other facilities that use this particular right server for this option. The biggest thing is that unfortunately Allegiant Stadium the management never thought about well what happens if our registers go down right and quite honestly i've been on the other end of dealing with res- registers going down across the country sure. in terms of being in grocery stores and stuff like that and having to deal with it that shit's a pain in the ass oh yeah and it really shuts shit down for hours so to have it happen at stadiums, boy, if you don't have a fucking way to go to getting cash in, and some of the vendors are so pissed that they are, if you don't put in a system that can accept cash right. after that goes down, that we're not going to continue to uh, to be vendors at the... Guys, the- think of it like a casino. Perfect example, they just opened up Resort World. Beautiful resort world on the Las Vegas Strip. Believe it or not, it's half cashless. If you want to go and hit one of the machines, you just jump on your phone and boom, you can send some cash and play. But guess what? They also accept cash. (laughs) Okay? I mean, they're not going to sit back and entirely put everything on (laughs) onto a system like that. Think like a casino, guys. Come on. I'm surprised when I when I was when I was when uh, Simon Street told me that because he was the one that was affected by it before I started to hear it. I was like, "You're telling me there's no no cash at all? I don't even understand what you mean, <laughs> what you're saying that they're not taking that." 
So I don't know, man. My thing is, my guess is uh, the management woke up this morning. They had an emergency meeting <laughs> at Allegiant Stadium. And they was going, what the fuck happened? Because this could be a problem uh, going forward. You know, like you were talking, vendors is not going to uh, approve of this. And look, I mean, bottom line is, even your experience as a fan, if a Raider fan or going to a music concert, if you're going there and you're finding out that their machines aren't working. Mm-hmm. And we also read a report, apparently, that the toilets backed up, which doesn't even make sense. This is a new stadium. I guess the first well, I don't think that the toilets didn't, quote unquote, back up. They were overflowing. Oh, overflowing. So, okay. So what you had mentioned about the fact that on the tour of the facility, they were bragging about, you know, and also remember, every great disaster film starts with someone in the company bragging about how impeccably. Yeah, that's true. This will never breach. It will never happen. <laughs> Yeah, and here they're telling you the the toilets all flush at the same time yep. on a, an automated system. Yep. And apparently, yep. what started happening is that that apparently must have gotten stuck to the point where it just kept flowing out and flowing out and flowing out and yeah. flowing out. That's yeah. So Wi-Fi was down too. Wow. Wi-Fi, yeah, yeah. No, no, the, yep. the Wi-Fi was down. You know, you know, it's really truly sad though because as Impact said, I was out there waiting in line thinking that. Ordinarily, when these do shut down regularly, they'll kick back up. Everybody left. So I said, I'm going to stay my little ass in line. After like 30 minutes, and I think the Sheamus match in uh, Damian Priest match got done. I was like, oh, fuck. I had a good little quick conversation to uh, the guy who was in charge of Fuku Burger, which is one of the vendors there. And he, and incidentally, I found out that he actually is part owner of Fuku Burger. And uh, he said that this is very displeasing to him. He said that, you know, if they don't, they, they, if they don't serve any food, they don't get paid. So it, 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 he was very not happy at all. And he had to give away free burgers. So stuff that was on the line, they had to give that away for free. So did you get anything for free? Yes, I did. I, I did. came back with him, paid him back with a uh, yeah, Fuku perfect. burger. It was very delicious. Shout out to Fuku burger. Uh, delicious uh, burgers outside the box of uh, what normal burgers should taste like. Well, guys, look, um, yeah, we just thought we'd bring that up. It's just amazing because oh, overall, it's a beautiful stadium. You can't not deny that. But oh, yeah. the, but the issues that went on, it just shouldn't be happening at this point. So hopefully they'll have all that worked out, you know. Yeah. And, and it's hey, and let me tell you this. Hey, Raider fans ain't going to have that, okay? You start telling them they can't get beer and they can't get food and it's going to be a riot. Okay, I'm just saying. Or, or maybe, <laughs> maybe it's the best thing for the atmosphere at Raiders game that there is no ability to get here, sir. <laughs> yeah, you, man. You got a point. All right, man. Well, let's keep it going. There was the Raw Tag Team Championship. AJ Styles almost versus RK, bro. Any shock there with the uh, how that turned out? No, nope, not really. None. Yeah. None. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was all right. it was a cool match. I mean, you know what? It, I, I never would have thought that uh, that they would make a good team. You know, we've been seeing them play this out now for a few months, but yeah, I, I can I, I can see it. It works. You know, um, the whole gimmick with with Riddle, I I won't lie, it have annoyed me over time. Even when I was watching him the other day, he's all like, Randy, I'm, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, and then I got to tell myself, okay, it's not for me. It's not for me. It's not for me. You know, and then I, I just continue. Bro, <laughs> bro, are you putting down all of us who smoke weed? Because fuck you. <laughs> uh, is, is that what you're telling me he's going through? <laughs> well, he makes a lot of references, uh, not directly that he's smoking weed or, but he, he, he kind of clues in towards that direction. If you have well, I, I my bad. Dude. Live Let me- the gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the gimmick. I got you. I got you. Well, yeah. yeah, and I wasn't even thinking that way. I was just like, because <laughs> you don't smoke weed. I guess, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, we got new um, uh, tag team, uh, raw tag team champs there. So Alexa, and even and more importantly, mm-hmm. tomorrow on or, or oh. night on, uh, uh, on raw, raw, yeah, we we get a celebration, a surprise. That Matt Riddle has for Randy Orton. This better be fucking hysterical because you know it's yep. gonna be something ridiculous. Yeah. But you gotta give props. When you saw when um when Riddle got RKO a few, few weeks ago, you probably thought, oh well, that's the end of that. We knew Randy was gonna do that and now we're gonna kill it. Did you really think that? Are you oh you oh for real? Okay, I'll, I'll yeah, because because uh, yeah. Look at all the the merch that they put out. The, yeah. the merch had not even been out for three weeks. Yeah, yeah. and it was <laughs> yeah, it I was selling at the super no, no, but it was selling at the superstore impact. I don't think he was paying attention. When we went there. That was one of the shirts that they had to restock while we were there. Mm. Was was the RK Bro shirt? It okay. had like the little snake on the on the little okay scooter thing. Yeah, that was selling. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense then. Uh, Alexa- he was tripping over rugs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Alexa You're Bliss drinking out of a Christmas cup. <laughs> hey, shut up, ho! <laughs> oh my god. Hey, by the way, if you're in the uh, chat room, definitely shout out if you got any comments you want to make. We see you, Chris. Thanks for always hanging in there with us. And uh, any comments you have, uh, put them in. Let's have a conversation. Big weekend, SummerSlam weekend. And we're uh, talking about SummerSlam right now. We're on to Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Uh, I don't know. Is this Was this so far the worst? Or would you even say, just forget so far, it was just the worst match? I'll the say this. Okay. No, I will say this real quick. Eva Marie will be inducted into the fucking WWE Hall of Fame as the worst fucking performer for every fucking match she's ever done in her fucking life. Damn. That shit was fucking atrocious. Everybody was screaming in there, give us Piper. Give us Piper. Was that not? No. Did you not hear that too? No. I heard they, we want Wyatt, bro. Yeah, they did but say they that. Said, <laughs> they, 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 said, they said Wyatt at first, but later on while the match was going on, they were saying Piper. Well, you know how you, the match was you know how you Piper's been dead, so. Of course, they're talking about uh, uh, Piper Niven. Even though she goes by Dewdrop. Dewdrop. You fans, you <laughs> say the right name. <laughs> well, apparently not all of them were uh, were WWE marks because they were using her real name, Piper Niven. But but my point is, is fucking atrocious match. Yeah. Fucking, and and the shit was down during that time, right, Impact? So I couldn't go get no fucking beer and like <laughs> choke to sit down with. I think it's got to be pointed out that Eva Marie makes Carmella look like Ric Flair. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's how <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it yeah. Just a bad match. Uh, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. Oh my God, dude. 
Alexa, I mean, Alexa, if you if you go back and watch, because it doesn't take too long to watch. Right. Um, Alexa does everything in her power to make everything look good. Yeah. Yeah. And Eva Marie, she, she yeah, it's just, why, why? Yeah. Eva Marie, Eva Marie should have came to WWE in the beginning of the Attitude Era. If she can just find a, a, a DeLorean with a flux capacitor, go back into the future when we only wanted to see puppies and girls going on Playboy magazine, she'd have been perfect. She'd have been up there with but, Sable and the rest even, of them. But even those women were good. Yeah, you got a point. Harrison's I was trying to be her, nice. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I was trying know, to be nice. Well, it's kind of weird. I, I thought the whole repackaging, and since she had been gone and bringing her back, I thought we were we were really going to be amazed at something like, like wow, she really has. You know, sometimes you get that from from talent that leaves and come back. You know, but is I don't know. Uh, it's not. Where's, where's Nick Khan when you need him to make a cut? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Hold on. Maybe that's how she got back on. Maybe she cool with Nick Khan. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, boy. Because if he didn't see that oversight and he's trying to structure the business to be. Wait, 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 wait. I'm like. Well, you, you know, you guys don't know what the uh, what the contract is. Maybe she's a good deal. <laughs> you know, why let that go? You know, we're, we're preparing or nothing. You know, who knows? All I so. know is, is, is if I have somebody on my team, don't tell me what you can't do. Show me what you will do. And she didn't show a shit. You know. So, I don't know. Well, that is true on there. Outside of that, we have the United States Championship. Sheamus versus Damian Priest. Man, I like when he comes out and does the gimmick with the uh, Borero and that huge screen. Just, I don't think you can see it, Steve, because you were – well, yeah, I guess if you turn around and looked up. but I was behind. Okay. Yeah, there was no way for me to be able to see it. Got you. But um, from our angle, I, I, it was I like, did go yeah. back and rewatch it, yeah. and, and it was it was awesome. It was yeah. awesome, right? Yeah. You know what? Shout out to him, man. I've I've watched him when he – when, uh, you know, back when he would uh, come out here. What was this? It was, he was Ring of Honor, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, okay. Ring of Honor. Yeah, pun oh, Punishment Martinez. Yeah, Punishment Martinez. Yeah, I remember his name, but I just don't remember between him that or Impact. But I, I just, um, I've always just enjoyed him, man, and I'm glad to see that you know he is getting to this this level, you know. So it's always been good. So it's it's. Oh yeah. We'll see where it goes from there. But the match itself was actually a good match. That, right. Yes. That was the surprising thing. True. Yeah. True. It it took a little it took a little bit to get started, but once it did, it definitely was going for sure. These guys, it, they brought it yeah. for sure. And what's more, I mean, now you got Damian Priest as a first time national champion, according to it, the uh, the Addis. interviewer later. Oh, yeah, Tiffany <laughs> Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Is that what she said? Yeah, she she called him a first time national champion. <laughs> don't don't rag on don't rag on the backstage interview as Mario Lopez referred to uh, WWE as WWF. So, <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> gonna have to throw some money to some fucking pandas. Look, man, look, they they grabbed them because they were supposed to be at the at the fight. I'm I'm sure the real fight. All right, we'll pack you out. They said, well, come over here. We'll pay you right quick if you could just, uh, you know, be our backstage announcers. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, I'll do it. 
you know. So, I mean, why the hell was Tiffany Haddish would be out there anyway, or Mario? I mean, why would you well, be? No, no. Why, why would you be? Why would they be in in Vegas and at the show if it wasn't for? I'm, I'm sure the the huge all star. Exactly. List, yeah, that's going on over at T-Mobile Arena. So well, I, I can't really say for Mario Lopez, but um, Tiffany Haddish got a huge pop. Just for being well, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, she's. So, yeah, I mean, she I mean, even though she fucked up, but I mean, it was innocent. I mean, everybody popped and people were shocked. Like, wow, Tiffany Haddish, how the fuck? So. And she probably didn't get asked to be at the fight. And that's probably why they grabbed those two. They was like, we'll pay you something. And it was like, why the fuck not? Well, Mario, Mario's actually a, is a fan. So. He, okay. Yeah. He makes sense. But Haddish probably has some kind of. Uh, Something going on that ties in with uh, Peacock. That's my because remember uh, Mario yeah, Lopez yeah. is on Saved by the Bell, so that's that's that was my first thought. Is these people are are brought there by Peacock. There you go. Makes well, sense. By the way, that's, that's a good call. By, by the way, speaking of good calls, <laughs> fucking Pat McAfee during the Edge match, he's about to go. Holy shit! And he goes, holy yeah. shit! I can't say the word here on the cock. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking amazing to hear that. He was, that was great. He was lit that night. Did you see him when uh, Shinsuke Nakamura came out for his performance, not match, which right. we didn't know at first until we were like, oh, yeah. We were like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was lit, again, though, right? Pat McAfee Gold. We're all wearing white. <laughs> <laughs> He got on the announce table when it was jamming out, man. I, I love his energy. I really do. I love him. Oh, yeah. I think Cole Without at this point just be like, oh, whatever. You know, I, I think that's it was exactly that's exactly what Cole did. Yeah. Because yeah. he had a, a wide shot and Michael Cole's looking up going. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is nothing Cole is used to. OK, this is going. This is yep, totally, exactly. you know, out there, you know, but whatever. <laughs> Um, next, you have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Usos versus the Mysterios. So, why didn't Bobby Lashley choke out Dominic? Instead of <laughs> Goldberg's kid, man. <laughs> you I'll know, tell you right now, Dominic needs to go. Uh, Dominic, Dominic needs to go work out with Goldberg's son because that little boy transformed from a middle schooler to a junior in high school weightlifting competition. Uh, what the fuck is he eating at Goldberg camp? <laughs> the Mysterios need to go over there and get their boy uh, some muscles. Facts. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. At what point does if, that... Either, if Eva Marie wasn't so bad, that this would have been the worst match of the night. <laughs> and Are she... you talking about the Usos and, and the Mysterios? Yeah, and it's not the Usos' fault. No. Mm-mm. And uh, shout out to Sean in the chat. He says, are you guys streaming from the stadium or did you finally make it home? <laughs> oh, well, we're, we're actually we're actually sitting on the strip now in traffic. We are <laughs> still there. Right. We're all in the same car, too. That's the weird thing. Right. I, I know. <laughs> See, so can I ask you all a question? Real talk. When did each one of y'all get home? Like, 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 or, or how long did it take you to get home? Like, or at least to get on the road to get home, the highway. I I don't have to answer that one. I know you don't. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> did, it take, did it take you a long time? 
So we uh, we ducked into a restaurant and kind of let everything kind of subside afterwards. Um, shout out to uh, Hosong's Cantina, by the way. Um, good stuff. Um, yeah, the uh, after we did that, everything had cleared out. But yeah, it it was an absolute clusterfuck getting in. So I could only imagine how it was getting out of there. I got home from the time that uh, everybody was leaving the the arena. I got home in 40 minutes. That's because I parked at the Mandalay Bay, walked over the land bridge, surprisingly mm-hmm. going towards, and a lot of people don't know, but going towards town square area. That wasn't okay. bad. That that wasn't bad. Every now, if you took anything that was the 15, yeah. you, were, you were just, you were just fucked. Oh yeah, just, done. Quintessentially. So, but okay. Yeah. It was a clusterfuck though. What about you impact? Uh, I don't you know. You parked at the stadium, right? Yeah. How'd that work? Yeah, it was all right. I mean, I, I he, he makes the don't forget he makes the big bucks. He can afford parking at the stadium. <laughs> ah, stop it! He, he didn't just park at the stadium. He had valet at the stadium. <laughs> look, look! This man was parked like the stadium's here. Impact's parked here. <laughs> right. I'm looking like, how did you do that shit? Because he has a handicap pass that he pulls out for certain oh, situations. Don't say that because you know, I don't. You know, I don't want the handicap real- to be mad at me thinking I really do stuff like that. Man, let me continue with the show. All right, we're gonna yeah. be here until midnight. Um, plus, I gotta let some things off because we gotta get into the next one, and I'm about to let it have it. So, all right, so let's just get right into it. The SmackDowns Women's Championship. Now. That was uh, supposed to be Bianca Belair versus Sasha. Apparently, Sasha was unable to make the match. So, uh, to fill her place was Carmella. Now, let me say this. For both Simon Street and Steve, have you ever heard a packed stadium so silent ever in your life? I mean, I'm talking. Well, if they would have announced Eva Marie, people would have just started leaving. Right. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Not. Listen, I'm sorry, man. I just, but for Carmella, I mean, it was, it was just silent. It was just like, like people were yeah. like, is this real? Like they didn't know if this, it was, it was a moment of like, are we really about to go through this? You know, uh, it was, it was <laughs> like, I felt bad for Carmella. Cause I'm like, she's gotta be like, Damn, they don't like me. <laughs> Wait, time out. You felt bad for Carmella? No, I said I, she was, should... I felt more. I felt worse for Corey Graves because he had to go home to that <laughs> and hear about that shit. I'm sure it was just bah, 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 bah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, right as they were about to get into it, the music hits. And the return of Becky Lynch. Now, I will say this because uh, I could be wrong, but I know that Matt Michaels will be the one that goes, my God, that was the perfect way to do it. And Simon Street, when I was with him, he was shockingly almost agreed with it himself going, well, this is going to be make Bianca even better and she's going to come back and blah blah that's what he was telling me and i don't know where you stand steve all i'm gonna say is this bullshit bullshit 
And all I'm going to say is this. I'm, I'm not against, let me be clear. I'm not against her losing the title. She could have lost it. I'm almost fine with that. I was ex- when, I, when I saw Becky come out, oh, I'm, she's losing it. I don't mind. Okay? It all comes down to how it's done. How do you, so, before you say, Matt, Matt hold on, because I'm going to let you go and run, run the <laughs> bullshit. Let me just say this. You don't build somebody as your roughest, your toughest, your baddest, who, who's had this entire season, even during the time of when she lost, she still put up that fight. Who always put up a fight no matter no matter what, okay? And you have someone come out, do a rock bottom, pretty much, and then that was it with no intention. I would have even took five minutes. I would have took five minutes of Bianca just couldn't maybe she swung and just missed. She just she doesn't know Becky's style. Maybe a kick and she and she missed. You know, we're going back and forth, but she's not she's not landing. But something, you just don't take that and then go, just wash everything away. To me, that's how that looked. I know Bianca's going to be back. I know she's going to be champion. I know she's the future. I'm not stupid. I'm all knowing this. I'm just seeing the way that shit went down. And the same shit went down again with Kofi as well. And by the way, wait, 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 wait. Time out. Stop, 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 stop right there. One thing you guys are forgetting and all the fans are forgetting, Sasha and Bianca tested positive for COVID. The reason that she dropped the title is because she couldn't go. So she was cleared enough to be in the building, but she wouldn't have gotten a five-minute match, man. They just had to get the belt off of her. And I think that this was the secondary plan. Becky was not supposed to return. And what they did was basically say, insert here because the fans will pop. But what they didn't expect is because they're not disclosing shit that the fans would get pissed off that it was this and then start comparing it to Kofi because of the obvious similarities. This shit is fair. It's fair game. It's fair game. Okay, because that shit then should have been explained. You know what? That listen, I'm sorry. I'm in in my eyes how I view things. I view that as bullshit. The way that I see how Kofi was done and how they did this. Look, you're right. I guess Bianca did, but if you're gonna keep all that shit secret, then something everything else gets out, and they already know that that information. That then to go ahead and then make that known. But how again you build somebody because. like how again you build somebody like so so it's covid dude I you get- can't you can't be a company in that company position you can't straight out come out and say either for or against and the fact of the matter is, is that even them putting in a mask mandate for the performers now is very close to being, you know. Then fuck it. She shouldn't. Have, then there shouldn't have been a match. Cancel the whole I fucking agree. match. A hundred percent. Then they should. You know. I mean, come on. I they should have taken it off. Of they should have just took it off. And I was fine off, with that. Right. But that is. I but still. The, I still ahead, stand man. by what I. I, oh, no, I sure still stand do. by what I told you. Well, the only reason why I say that is because one of the storyline beats that was happening with Sasha, and even though it may have not been intentional. Uh, with what happened as what y'all ascertained is Sasha always pointed out rookies hubris of Bianca Belair. You know, she always kept pointing out, you're making rookie mistakes. You know, you're not understanding your place. Now, maybe I'm going a little too far on this one, but maybe just maybe from her reaction that she gave 
which I think really will lend well going forward, is she's going to be a lot smarter. Even though she's the smartest, you can still be smarter and not make those mistakes. And so you can see her making a return, as I stated before. Um, yes, it sucked. Because, yes, I'm with you, Impact. Immediately, emotionally at first, I felt the same way I felt about Kofi. Like, well, goddamn, gone in a blink of an eye. Um, but with regards to Becky, huge fucking ovation. Part of the reason why I lost my voice, because I was happy to see her. Yes, it, it sucked the way she had to come in and what she did. Who knew? Becky did rock bottoms. But, um, uh, but you know, I was happy to see her. Happy to see her back. We knew she was going to be back. Um, so it, I think it was a good deal all around. So if it was because of COVID and they needed to insert somebody in, it was the blessing came out of the sky that it happened to be Becky on hand. Because it could have been a lot worse. It could have been somebody else that wasn't Becky. And that would have pissed you off even more impact. Yeah, the match could have been Carmella versus yeah. Vega. So Yeah, I'm, I'm just being honest. You would have been really pissed. But the, but the truth of the matter is, is what you said, Simon, is very true. And that is, if you look at it through the sense of they can work that into a storyline, right? Because she was young. She's been taken advantage of as the champion. But also... In that regard, too, you you have to think that because there will be backlash, Becky is set up essentially to be a heel. So, you know, that's and if you got Seth and Becky on the same show and they're both heels, there you go. Which, incidentally enough, it's interesting how most all of the four horsewomen are all heel capacity. Becky was the last to uh, show us what heel persona looks like. And so maybe she's the gives two fucks givings, just do what I want because I'm the man. I like it. Uh, all right. Because um, she didn't have no qualms about it. Cincinnati, <laughs> before I go, do you want to add anything? It's okay if you don't. I just. I know I haven't heard you in a minute, so do you want to? No, uh, I, I was I was just giving you guys plenty of room for a, a, a peaceful back and forth discourse. It was actually uh, <laughs> it was it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, no, the, the 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 fact of it is, I don't agree with it being a squash match. Um, I understand why they did why they did what they did. Now that I'm hearing that from Michaels, right? Um, and it, it's it is what it is. I mean, it's it's just a shitty a shitty list of circumstances. Um, and quite frankly, you, you know, if they would have canceled the match now, you would have been fine with that hypothetically speaking. And you, you even said it yourself, but hypothetically speaking, what if you were in the minority on that? What if the entire arena just basically shit on the rest of the event going forward after they, they say, Hey, there's no, there's no more women's title match then obviously you're going to piss off certain people in the crowd and a, a fair amount of them. And obviously with what was still yet to come in the show, that really would have made the entire rest of the show suffer. That's a great point. Very good point. All right. And by the way, DJ, yeah, <laughs> rough week for your girls kira hogan goes on her big match she gets lost on that one jeez man you just you had a bad bad week brother 
All right, man. Let's go over to uh, next one is Drew <laughs> Mack. Yeah, that was like a certified fuck you. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I was, I was going to mention Kiara, but why are we going to get into Kiara right now when she's on a whole nother show? Let's just keep it going so we can get through SummerSlam. Um, Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal. Uh, was the next one. Uh, what's your? That, that was the second worst fucking match of the whole fucking night. Waste of fucking time. And I couldn't even use the restrooms because the toilets kept flushing. <laughs> well, there was so much bullshit in that match. That's why the toilets kept flushing. Yeah. You exactly. know, one thing, the one thing that was, that was definitely missing from, from the show again was the pyro and yep. and we understand i mean from the setup it was fucking nearly impossible to do that but i don't know why they designed that i mean it seems like when it comes to these cuts man they're just making so much of it that it it's... was so all right go ahead actually i'm i'm going to actually point out something from Meltzer. allegiant stadium would not allow them to have pyro they didn't have approval. They can't have pyro. It wasn't. They didn't have approval right. for event. They have to have approval. So it, it wasn't. A, it, it wasn't a budgetary issue. Okay. That one. Okay. Damn. Um. So that they need. So only thing it, it was that that they needed approval. That was it. Or they just are not allowed. Period inside the stadium. No, they can't. Actually, Garth Brooks concert had pyro. Oh, okay, so they yeah. just and, and and the sources I'm hearing is per every event they have to go through a approval process or something. And and, and just... is, that must be something that takes some time, I guess, to get approved on. I don't know. Or they just wouldn't approve it, and that might have something to do with the actual set setup, as compared to how, let's say, the Garth Brooks concert is, or the Raiders games might have, you know, some kind of touchdown explosions or something. Because I mean, it this setup was. Kind of design when tickets went on sale three months ago which was not not tickets we're not talking tickets we're talking about the aspect of the stadium roof being closed and the actual set configuration it just might not have met the specs that the fire safety felt would be approvable so it's it's more complex i mean this is something that we sh we can't even really debate because of the fact that there's more tears to it than any of us know. Well, that might be the case, yeah. But definitely, if 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 the setup came after that, and that's where it, get, it gets because again, the way that it the way that it was set up, again, it was very it was really no way that it it can be done, and that was least known three months before tickets went on sale. You know, so that's they must have known that that wasn't going to happen when they got approval of the stadium, that that wasn't going to happen. Because I think after we got the ticket configuration of that, we knew that tickets were going to go on sale maybe a month before. So we're talking a four to six month time frame that they knew that uh, this wasn't going to happen. So it's just it's just interesting. Oh, so, yeah. If they knew that wasn't going to happen, then it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I mean, but what are just, you going to do? Well, You're not going to read figure everything to try to get a fire code approval because we don't know if they did again that's what i'm saying it's a lot of layers well the the, the, the funny thing is is it's one thing that's apparent wwe fans love pyro and so for allegiant stadium they're going to have a long time before their next event with wwe and that's money in the bank they're going to have to figure out something because 
it ain't something that someone can say, oh, well, you WWE fans, y'all don't need pyro. No, we need pyro. It's, it's a well-known fact. We get bitchy. It's like not giving a sandwich to someone when they're hangry. It, it, they need to figure this shit out. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, the, the whole thing is just, uh, and, and, and maybe that, and, and I'm sure that wasn't a Legion, uh, Legion call or whatever. And, and again, maybe nothing to really to debate about, but it's uh, the only thing that I, I do find, I just find just disturbing of that is, is, you know, first you automatically can tell the difference when you, when you don't have it uh, there and you look for that, you know, ready for those, those, uh, for those to take place. And the seat configuration for whatever reason, from the beginning, they knew wasn't going to be set up like a standard mania. They set it up like a baseball field stadium in a football. So that alone tells you that, 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 which makes me think that this was something that was maybe decided even a long, even way before Allegiant even got in there, you know, and said it, you know, I don't, cause I really don't think they would be like no fucking pyro codes and all this bullshit. They've been doing this shit for years. They can get that shit up if needed, but that configuration, which they designed when they figured out they were going to have a show. I, you know what? This would never come out and it doesn't matter. I have this weird idea that I don't think they think they were going to really get possible 70,000. Think about it. The, the amount of attendance there was 50,000. I think they said on the screen or 51,000. 51,000. 51. The stadium holds over 70, and that's not including what you put on the floor. So I think they were looking long run like we can't use that entire stadium because it will look almost empty than it would pack. So I think they, from the beginning, thought baseball, but also said no fucking pyro. You know? Well, I don't know. Bro, just... there, there was an entire tarped off section. Right. Like, yeah, no. It, it, <laughs> I, it, it, was, it was insane. Basically, right. um, for those of you that might not have been there to see it, um, the, the way that Allegiant Stadium is set up, it has a it doesn't have any kind of a retractable roof. It has almost like a horizontal screen door kind of a thing. Um, so that entire width um, all the way down was completely tarped off for whatever reason. So I don't know if, if maybe they were planning to do fireworks out in that section or something and just couldn't get it approved. But realistically, there's no reason why they should tarp off at least, I'd say, 15, 20% of the stadium. Right. Yeah, I just think with, I just think with COVID, they, I don't think they wanted to risk the idea of thinking that that many people were going to show during this time. You know, they're still kind of iffy about it, I, I think. And maybe if it was Florida, you know, but in this in the state here, they was like, oh, I don't know, you know, so. But, and, and don't forget, too, one of the big factors mm-hmm. that was very possible was the fact that they were, like, at a moment's notice, ready to move it to Orlando. Yeah. Because of the fact that there was so much shit going on here. Right. With, uh, with COVID. So, yeah. You know, I but I think you know again. It's like fireworks, though. Come on, who cares? So the last thing to to get worked up about, you know. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I hear what we, you. I hear we what know you're... a lot of people that, that just start bitching and complaining if they ain't got no fucking sparklers at a WWE <laughs> event. So I mean, I'm I'm just being fucking real with you. I know I know a handful of people that get pissed. I get two shits. Well, but listen, I'm being real. Yeah, I, I I tell you this when you at a. You know, if you maybe was on a possibly on a Raw SmackDown or even a house show, 
you know, for that, you don't probably pay much attention to. But when you're at an event that's like this big, as big as it is, you do have that expectation. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you don't. I do. I don't. I, I go to see a wrestling show. Not a fireworks display. But you know but what, that comes, I, I, can, but I that agree comes with you. With I agree with you that. On comes that. with it. I agree with you on that. <laughs> I, think, I agree with you on that. On one you premise. agree with who? We, we both say it's stupid. I agree things. with you. In, no, no, no. I, I agree with you on that premise. You should get what you paid for in a ticket. But we know WWE doesn't always do that. I paid for a WrestleMania ticket in New Orleans and got a fucking 12-year-old kid in a tag team match. Oh, hey, man, leave Dominic out of this. Leave Dominic out of this, okay? 12-year-olds are good in tag matches. The Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> Nikki A.S.H., Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley. Let's have it, guys. What's your take? (laughs) The queen. So so when does Nikki's release come? Yep, pretty much. That's a shame. And it sucks. I agree. It sucks. It sucks. Impact, the guys that were sitting to the left of us, huge Nikki Nikki Cross fans. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And I was very candid when i said it sucks that wwe put her in some fucking leotards and fucking the superhero gimmick because she is that good to not need that shit but wwe couldn't figure that shit out and the guys did agree with me because they been following nikki cross even before she got to nxt so you know she's that good and it just sucks i know we yeah, have but it, under- it, it it seems like all all indication was that she's the one who brought that idea to the table. Yeah. And this was kind of yeah, the, last, the last opportunity. And it's cool that you were sitting next to her husband. <laughs> I mean, it, was it her husband? I don't know. Billy uh, Dane, you didn't even know Killian, Killian Dane was sitting Dane. next to him, right? <laughs> Just like, yeah, guys, I'm right, man. You, you guys, you, right on. Yeah, high five. I, I wouldn't have known if it was Killian Dane because, you know, I would know if he had like a shirtless or like a sleeveless shirt on him. The amount of bear hair he has, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so solid match, We're solid with, match. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it, it was, it was a really, really good match. Um, obviously, Charlotte going over here was definitely the the best play. Um, I, I, I came into the match. Yes, I would, I would want Rhea to win this, but uh, I can definitely see why Charlotte got the title. Um. It, let's let's be real about it. It it allows them to add one more into the column, but you have a champion in Nikki Ash that you know her gimmick was built around her being an underdog. What a better foil for her than somebody that is the best? And quite frankly, she's she's the best the best women's roster the best women's wrestler on any roster. It, it's just. It's amazing, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the one thing that I found interesting, and I told Impact, was when it was all said and done, I said, just before COVID and we went uh, crowdless, um, Becky Lynch held the – well, she held two belts. uh, But um, the same two women's champions, Charlotte and um, Becky, if I don't – if I recall. So I think that's interesting that that, you know – it's the same result we have now at SummerSlam, you know. I'm good. I'm good with, with Charlotte being champion anytime. 
And just to be completely honest with you, I'm good with it. I think Rhea Ripley needs more work. I know a lot of people well, who disagree with me. I think she needs more more work. She's lacking something. Hmm. I don't know what it is. She, she, she's lacking, and it ain't in ring stuff. I just feel like there's something that's missing. And, uh, you know, I, I might stand alone on that idea, but I think in time people start seeing what I'm seeing. Like, there's something that's missing. Well, you know, this is all leading up to Charlotte going to AEW and putting the women's title in the trash can, so... <laughs> history repeats itself right <laughs> oh my maybe, god maybe maybe we'll have xavier uh go there and be razor ramon in aew no lord pack. no <laughs> bro was that That's, not cringy was that, that not segment cringy? that segment was the worst thing i've ever seen live in a wrestling show it was dry opposite it was of moist and I, mind you, I saw I saw Nicholas win the fucking tag team championships live. <laughs> yeah. This was fucking worse. Yeah. Quite bluntly, it was the worst thing that I that I've ever seen live from WWE in any capacity. It was. It was. Well, it still so wasn't many, a rematch. So it's only so many times you can uh, you can get Bad Bunny, and he's already done what he needed to do. So. You have to now do this. Dripstick. Sorry. I guess. All right, y'all. Steve just don't like getting moist. Oh. No, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Edge. Seth Rollins. <clears throat> wow. The second reason why I'm hoarse. <laughs> he fucking came out to the Broods theme music. I lost my shit. Dope. Yeah. I want him to come out every fucking night like that. Yeah, I that... didn't know if Grand Grill was gonna come out or what the fuck. I said, <laughs> I know Christian Cage ain't coming out. But I, was <laughs> right. like, I was like, what the fuck, man? Not, not unless they got somebody to be fucking fake Christian. <laughs> they should have Corbin. Woods. They should have Corbin. No, they should have Corbin be fake Christian. Give him some money. <laughs> um. So, so Simon, that begs to ask you the question: Did you watch SmackDown? Did I watch SmackDown? No, I didn't get a chance to watch SmackDown. It's been okay, so busy so the he, weekend. So, so he, did he did he come in on that music or oh, no, that he was no. doing it or what? No, the the music came on. Yeah, Seth was in a white suit, and he got a brood bloodbath. Oh, okay, okay. So if yeah. I saw that, okay. Yeah, it was fucking. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So yeah, th- okay. this whole this whole throwback was the the crux that edge was using is that you taken me to the place where you didn't want to take me. And now you're in big trouble. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah. I only had enough time to watch one thing on Friday and I'm sure we'll get into that later on in the show. <clears throat> well, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent match. Uh, they just leading up to the match. I mean, you're talking two of the best promo givers. I mean, I just, yeah. <laughs> You, when, when they're there, you're just attentive. You're just sitting up there just li- listening to every word that come out of their mouth. And, I mean, Edge, sometimes it's hard to even think that he's that this is even acting is how good he is. Sometimes you'd be like, damn, he look like he really <laughs> pissed, like he's about to, you know, knock out Seth, you know. And, and Seth is on a whole other game. These guys are just awesome, man, and it, and it showed, and the match showed. Um, so shout out to that. I really enjoyed that. One of my favorite matches of, of the night. Damn near stole the show. Damn near stole the show that match. Yeah. Or it could have been the next one that stole the match. The WWE Championship with Bobby Lashley versus 
Goldberg. Uh, Oldberg. 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 <laughs> you know, you say that, and the match actually was surprisingly good in comparison to what it could have looked like. You know what you sound like? You sound like that wife that says, you know what, honey, you lasted longer than you did, and we didn't have to use Bluetooth. Wasn't the best, but it lasted longer than last time, and that's pretty much see, what that match was. See, I know I know why Matt Michaels is so, is so hot on this match, and he's, he has such a favorable attitude toward it. Okay. Oldberg damn near killed Bobby Lashley and dropped him on his head. I yeah, think that yeah. – I think that I think that's the exact reason why Michaels is happy with this fucking match. Am, am I right? Yeah, of course. There you go. Of course. And I got to see Goldberg's kid, who Goldberg's kid is only a sophomore. And boy, he makes Hook look like Hook is Darby <laughs> Allen's like little brother. Yep. That boy's eating nothing but just protein. He wake up in the morning with protein shakes. And fucking creatine and all that shit. Doing reps and clanging and banging. Goldberg probably got that boy waking up at three in the morning with a workout regiment of a grown ass man. <laughs> oh, it's easy to stick a needle in the ass of your kid. Oh boy. Oh but, man. But you know what I will say about that match real quick? Uh the one good thing that I did like about it is that again, they're trying to build up Bobby Lashley to go against these competitors. Even though he's an old one, and I give a Goldberg shit, um, Goldberg brought the intensity, even though it was of that of an old man. And he looked like, you know, I think it was a Jetta where he just kind of looked like he was running out of steam. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so, so if I'm going to see an older person, an older wrestler that looks jacked, that's the way I would like to see it, more realistic. So, so would, I, Simon, would you say that Goldberg displayed his old man strength in that match? He sure the fuck did. He had a couple of good, uh, 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 you know, you know how that old man got one good punch. Yep. Yeah, but his energy <laughs> ran out when he threw Bobby Lashley and was landing on his head. He was like, "Oh shit, no, I got you." It's definitely better than the old man that showed up on Friday night. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Shout out to uh, Sean who says Goldberg's kid Hook Dominic and Negative One should be booked in a Fatal Four Way. <laughs> Oh man, call it a call it a puberty man. That would be that would that would be just excessive, <laughs> just violence. Well, I tell you this, uh, Goldberg was definitely hated so much to hear Bobby Lashley have so much cheers. I was it was shocked. I'm like, wow, <laughs> they like Bobby Lashley, <laughs> you know. He couldn't uh, even go over, or, 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 or he couldn't he couldn't be a, a heel capacity because he was so over with the crap. Like, man, I love it. I love that theme music, man. And now to hear it in the, from a stadium standpoint, yeah. I even like it more. <laughs> it hits more. It, it hits differently. Yeah, it's just it's, yeah. it's dope. I like it. All right, yeah, Joe. the Goldberg theme is awesome. It always has been. Well, hey, Goldberg's got a tight theme too. Man. I ain't gonna take away from that. You know, I mean. <laughs> No, but that, but but Michaels is right. Like even though Oldberg was what showed up, Goldberg is always fantastic to hear live. If you've heard it the first time when you were younger, I kind of still felt a little nostalgia seeing it, you know, hearing it. You know what I mean? And and shout out to the head of security for Goldberg, Vinny Wasco. 
showing yeah. up. <laughs> so was. Put that on your resume, young man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Universal Championship: Roman Reigns versus John Cena. This uh, man, everyone was everyone was was ready for this man. This was a hyped match. Did it deliver, guys? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah. I was really hoping, and I knew I wasn't going to get it, and I made the comment on the. Uh, Vegas bad boy social media, but I wanted I wanted the guillotine to happen on Cena. I know he wasn't the top, but that that right there would have just been the great. He, he did attempt it at one point, but yeah, uh, yeah, you almost got it. Yeah, you almost got it. but I was like, oh man, I, that would have just been the shit right there, right there. Now that you know what, I would have had to go ahead and, and go on and, and buy another Roman Main, Reigns mask. I would have to go ahead and do that if he did that, you know, for the for the wife. Anyway, um. So you admit you are. You was wearing the mask. I've been asking about that for the past three Stop almost it. years. Stop it. Like, There's like no mask. That mask. Stop it. There it is a mask. Maybe they were purchased for you. Yeah. For, anyway. for you and the wife to have the candles lit and for you to be acknowledged. <laughs> Guys, no. Uh, real shit, though. Really good. Really good match. And, um, and Is that what we call head at the table? <laughs> oh um, man, that's good. The the lead up to this match was 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 good. Also, uh, I I enjoyed all the uh, the 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 different uh, talks and everything that we heard that promos. I guess I should say on uh, SmackDown leading up to it. Uh, they were on fire, and um, from from both of them. So, um, yeah, I mean, good match. Like you guys agreed, that was a good match. Uh, oh yeah. And then again, after John Cena takes that, uh, takes that three, we uh, we get to see Brock Lesnar. But who called it at the event? But I no did God. it at the wrong match. Here we no, go. No, I did. No, I did. I, but I called it at the Bobby Lashley match. I said I have a feeling Lesnar's gonna be here. All right, and I, and I did at first say it was for the Bobby Lashley match because I have been saying for a long time. To me, it only makes sense that if you're going to try and have the next opponent for either Reigns or Bobby Lashley should be Brock Lesnar. I did say that. It's on the tape. Y'all can watch that shit. But it was interesting enough. There was a gentleman who was a Cena fan, and he was like, if Lesnar comes out, I, I think at first he said, I'm going to give you a hug or something. I'll just take a fist pump. you know. Uh, but sure enough. I didn't think it was going to happen. I was like, well, I guess I'm wrong. So I'm street wrong all the time. Guess add another one. Sure enough, the music hit. And I was like, well, goddamn, a dog can have have a bone every day. And I had my bone that day. And that <laughs> oh, man looked, he looked for, no, he looked for me. Impact, you my witness. This man, grown-ass man, looked for me as if he, like I was he gave on. gave you a bone? <laughs> no. He, he Hello. Bone. But he looked for me because he remembered what I had said. You know, it was, it was interesting. And Lesnar looked like a juiced up uh, Ragnar Rothbrook from the Viking. I thought this motherfucker came. I mean, of course, he's from Minnesota, but I'm just saying he looked like a fucking Viking. I mean, fuck. Well, was it is it the is it this it was it was exciting to see because we we all wanted to see and I my eyes totally was just on Paul Heyman the whole time. What that's when it when he came out, that's all I stared at was that Paul Haven, you know, and that's what makes that so great just to see exactly, yeah, how that's gonna go. So, 
you know what he looked like, right? He he looked like that wife that get caught cheating. Like, like you get right in the door. He was like, he was looking at Roman Reigns. He was looking at, at, at Brock Lesnar. He just looked like he got caught cheating. Like, well, I, I, I can't personally, I can't wait for the inevitable Paul Heyman on a forklift match. That'll be fun. <laughs> and then they dropped his ass. Yeah. Oh, come on. You Steve. know, you're thinking too small. You're thinking too small, man. We, we have to have a uh, a big uh, vat that will be filled with cement. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> because wasn't it Paul Heyman that brought that whole thing into play? Yeah, with the Undertaker and the the Dudleys. So make it full circle, and Paul Heyman has to go into concrete. No <laughs> oh, fuck. That'd yeah. be funny. Um, boy, Brock, Brock, dude. You talk about a guy who looks like uh, Jesus. You you don't want to uh, like cross him at all. Imagine if that's the guy you cut off driving on the freeway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he fucking look like he don't work out like regular human beings. You know, regular humans will go to the gym and some shit. He looked like somebody do some shit that Rocky did in in Rocky Five when he went to Russia and shit, lifting whole fucking logs and shit, picking up whole cows and shit. You know, he worked he worked on a dairy farm. He do some some old old school shit, man. Like he looked fucking fantastic. Yeah, he, did, he does all this old school shit, and then he has a man butt now. <laughs> what the oh, fuck? you know what? I ain't saying that shit. <laughs> The views expressed on the Vegas battle. Yeah, that's all Michaels. <laughs> you get to all Michaels, man. You go go to Suplex City. How many you gonna eat more than Cena? So apparently, oh, apparently, uh, what I didn't know, uh, of course, when you were, at, I, I guess, the show went off the air, and Brock Lesnar, of course, showed him walking out, and that was the end of the show. Um, from what you guys saw, I mean, for people saw on Peacock, what I didn't know, because we were still in the arena, he came back into the ring and started beating up on John Cena. Yep. Which, you know, which was which was great and which was fine fine to see. But uh, but yeah, uh, that 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 was a little bit of something extra that took place. Man, we I guess it, we incidentally yeah. incidentally impact. Yeah. Uh, I actually uh, I just uploaded a clip of that. Okay. Uh, of that exclusive footage to our Vegas Bad Boys Instagram. Perfect. So maybe if you guys want to go check out Instagram.com slash Vegas Bad Boys. Yeah. And uh yeah, there's there's some exclusive footage there and uh caught the entire uh the entire Cena um yeah drubbing, I guess you could say. <laughs> so, right. I a, so I have a question. Maybe y'all can answer this. Is this is this the exclamation point in the end of the season of Cena? It wasn't on TV, bro. I don't give a shit if it's on TV. The motherfucker was talking about the season of Cena. Come blah, blah, blah. Slash deals on 2005's greatest Cena merch. I mean, is this the end of Cena as far as the season? Because I'm done with Cena with the beginning was, of season one. It was the summer of Cena. Whatever the fuck. The, the, the <laughs> summer slam is over. Shut the fuck up and go see one of his films, all right? I already saw his film. <laughs> Oh man! They had a lot of grown ass men who were Cena fans that were drying their their their, their Cena tears with the do not do not give up. Uh, uh, Listen, shit rags. I will tell you all this: there was a sea of green shirts. I've just I hadn't seen that in yep so long, and I mean not just kids. I you know be uh, 
grown men with, you know, headbands on and, and wristbands. Put armbands. And but but let's, let's be realistic, though. Hat. See, we're still looking, we're still looking from it from Cow. a perspective. You forget. Cena's been in this now 20 years. True. The guys who are wearing that stuff now are people who were, you know, 5 to 12 years old back when he started. So these are the fans now, right. the adults, which, right. which is, but it's, it's something that's different than it used to be because of the fact that in the past guys would be, you know, wrestling consistently. And then you really got fucking six of them. I think this proves the fact that when you bring guys in for only a couple months, it adds something to that nostalgia where you can get behind it, but it doesn't ruin your product for, let's say, a three-year commitment where you wrestle for pay-per-views and uh, only a couple television shows, um, you know, like some wrestlers have. Well, you, you, you know, it's interesting you say that, too, because when you right when you said that, I thought immediately, okay, we've been wanting The Rock to come back for a while, you know what I mean, just to sure. do something. And, and that's really going to be hard because he's a very busy man. But when he does come back, them fucking merch sales are going to be crazy. And the cool thing that I think they did with Cena, and even though I made fun of it, I told Impact it was smart. A lot of those shirts that you could buy on the shop were some of the same versions of the 2005 shirts. So it made it possible to where you could still participate, right, if you didn't have the money at the time to, to you know, to have an upgraded Cena shirt. And so I think of the same thing with The Rock, or if someone does come back in whatever capacity, do that go back because I guarantee you there were people that bought if they grew some bigger from when they were 15 to 10 years later, 25, they probably went and bought that same shirt again because they loved it and they fell in love with it. So it is definitely some opportunity as far as merch sales go for that. But uh, shout out, I do, I'm not a Cena fan, but I did like that shirt he had on with the titles in the back and the shout out to uh, Super Mario World 3, Cena looking like a raccoon with a tail and shit. That was that was pretty cool. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I, I've I've always been a fan of Cena, but I never cared for none of his gear. I never wanted a shirt or any. It was always too loud. It was just, I don't know. It Fruity was Fruity Pebbles. It was called Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> That's what The Rock called it. Fruity Pebbles. I've never owned one thing, but I've always enjoyed seeing him and and and. You know, I've cheered him on as well. But yeah, I, I just can't get down with none of his <laughs> none of his gear at all. But guys, that um, that right there, um, is was SummerSlam. Overall, you guys were pleased with the show. Yeah, yeah. I I got to go. I, I, I was I was thoroughly sports entertained. Sure, absolutely. I like that. <laughs> absolutely. I give it on a, on a one to ten. I honestly give it an eight point five. All right. Mm-hmm. I um. I still got to go back and 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 watch it just to hear the commentary on a lot of it. But yeah, I I, I enjoy being there and um, and uh, yeah, man, it it was exciting to see that when Money in the Bank was announced, like like yes, I get to do this again. So yeah, so yeah. All right, y'all. Well, that was SummerSlam. Let's just move right into NXT Takeover, which took place tonight. It kicked off with Cameron Grimes versus L.A. Knight for the Million Dollar Championship. All I'm going to say is this. 
I remember from the very beginning, maybe you guys would give me my props, that I said, man, I don't see nothing wrong with Cameron Grimes. I'm enjoying this guy. Because, you know, there was others that didn't seem to have got him. And I was like, this guy is fire. And now, you could even see now, Star just written all over him. Um, I enjoyed the match. It was really great. Very well-telling story. Um I mean, Ted getting getting involved. It was great to see that as well. What's, what's you guys take on that first match uh, of the night? And shout out to L.A. Knight, man. He's just been on fire, too. I mean, I, he just came right in and just, yeah. I mean, this this whole storyline has just been great. Um, yeah. I, I'll just say this uh, towards what you said, Impact. Mm -hmm. um, you weren't the only one. I think majority of us felt that Cameron Grimes, in fact, I think 90 9.1% of us all thought that Cameron Grimes, you know, was golden, <clears throat> to be honest with you. Uh, again, he just shows us he's ready. You know I mean? And for wherever he goes, if he goes up to the main roster, I think that he has something he brings to the table that um, it would be hard for uh, main roster WWE to fuck it up. And, and I'm saying this boldly. I'm saying it boldly. It's just because he, he just has that distinct flavor about him. And uh he did great today. Yeah, you know, he really did. I was. It set the tone for the rest of the pay per view. Yeah. Was you gonna say something, Matt? Or I just. Oh no. Okay. No. Okay. It was no. It was. You know, it was as good as you could. Uh, you could imagine. Uh, you know that type of match being. Um, and it also the biggest factor in this was them deciding to take DiBiase and go from the heel to the face. Yeah. And I think they kind of saw that they got it wrong. So they kind of corrected it. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was smart. I like yep. the fact you that get, was, that was yeah. actually something I was going to mention, Michaels, like you, you hit that right on the head. I think that this is them undoing a booking mistake that they made. So realistically, it's not going to do any disservice whatsoever to LA Knight for losing this match. Now he can go elsewhere and do his thing, but now you've, you've built up Grimes as well. So, yeah. You know, if they, if they were smart and hopefully, um, you know, they might be listening. Um, you know what they should do is LA Knight should show up with his new Butler and that'd be Mike Jones or Virgil. For those of you who don't know who Mike Jones is, <laughs> that would be the, the next be, step to the feud. That would be that would be awesome. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Michael's very few times will I ever say that some of the shit you say is just spot on. That was fucking spot on because I was thinking the same <laughs> thing last week when we were talking about butlers in a, a job position. <laughs> he is the perfect butler in rest in pro wrestling history. <clears throat> That's hilarious. All right. Let's move on. For the women's NXT Women's Championship, Dakota Kai and Raquel mm -hmm. Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess uh, not really no surprises there, but what's you guys take on the match overall? There was definitely a surprise. The surprise was is they let Dakota Kai kind of go off, and you got a chance to see um, just how good Dakota Kai is. Yes, she lost the match ultimately, but you saw an intensity from Dakota Kai that we haven't seen since the Mae Young Classic, uh, to be honest with you. And a lot of people may not agree with me, but um, 
I've always been quite fond of Dakota Kai. I felt like, yes, is she better? Is she up there with Charlotte and them? Maybe not. But if you put her on the main roster, she's someone that can go. Um, I know Michaels may say she'll probably job out maybe, but I feel like there's a lot to her. Um, and she really showed a lot of ring prowess in, in this match, you know, I'd against rather, Dakota Kai. I'd rather see <clears throat> her on the main roster wrestling than Carmella or, you know, Eva. Marie. Yeah. those people so yeah i mean and if she has to job out she jobs out but she at least gives you an option that makes it more viable that she could actually kick someone's ass than yep fucking eva marie like even in the beginning of the match it was amazing how <clears throat> she really utilized quickness and speed and first what i thought of was a lot of matches with Dolph ziggler if you remember in the beginning of his career he would always showcase he know he ain't got the size, but he's got the fucking speed, and he can he can get you like that. And she showed that in the beginning of the match, and I just appreciated it. Um, at the end, yes, Ra- Raquel we, uh, retained the title. At the very end, I, I guess uh, appear Candy Ray. I am not familiar with her. How excited should I be that she um, apparently is going to be coming after Raquel? She's the I guess the UK Women Champion. What should I be expecting about uh, Candy Ray? Or are you guys enough? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, please. No, uh, so Kaylee Ray has well, she's Kaylee, been uh, sorry, a main Kaylee Ray, yeah. Kaylee, okay. Um, she's uh she's a mainstay on the NXT UK programming. Um, she's had she's been extremely talented for a long time. Finally, getting her break, and um, she finally with uh, her NXT UK Women's Championship run has opened more eyes and it, it's it's great to see a career progression um like what like what i've seen with uh, with kaylee ray mm-hmm. and hopefully now everybody in nxt can you know that watches nxt can can take note of that too um gotcha. i think that this is possibly the person that they're going to groom to take that title from uh raquel gotcha she can definitely do it she's she's gritty as they come yep Okay. Hey, really quick, I just want to mention uh, Sean sent uh, a little something, and and I did hear about this. Um, getting back to that Cena shirt, wow. and uh, and CM Punk had the same type of design for a shirt, which is all fine and dandy. But once again, not only is Cena a better competitor, but his shirt looks way better than CM Punk's does. <laughs> but you know what? I'm cool with that. And the reason why I say that I'm cool with that is because it's always been CM Punk and Cena for a lot of people. And so even though we'll get to other stuff later, things that will happen in the future, that opens up possibilities, at least in my mind. Maybe I'm just a fucking kid that excited about that in the future. But I'm just saying, I kind of like that shit. Sure. Fireworks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently not at Legion Stadium, so, you know, we'll get over Apparently it. not. Well, I was uh, I was really um, uh, just I, – I wasn't prepared for our next match. I guess I was, <laughs> I was just completely wowed. The NXT UK Championship. Now, I've always been a fan of, of, of Walter, but I really haven't seen any matches. I haven't been watching NXT for a minute. Um, Ilja Dragunov, <sighs> fucking amazing, right? Uh, you Have know, you been was... watching NXT the last couple the last couple of weeks? 
for people who don't watch NXT UK. I'm just saying they they gave you gifts beforehand. I, I was sitting back thinking, <laughs> like, because you're now you begin. I'm thinking like, where would he fit on any main roster? Like, who could who can handle that? I'm I'm just like thinking to myself because he's just that <laughs> that good. I mean, like. I, He's a whole different style. I thought Timothy Thatcher was different until I now saw him. That's just – listen, I'm telling you – Wait, are you, are you talking about Dragunov or are you talking about Walter or are you talking about both? Kind of both. I hope you're saying we're both. Dragunov. Dragunov? Yes. Yeah. Well, I've seen I've seen Walter. Yeah, okay. I've, I've seen Walter, yeah. Walter, we, we I, I'm, I'm not familiar with Dragunov. I'm sorry. Uh, Walter, I am. He's been around for, for gotcha. a minute. Um, and I'm sorry I didn't make that clear. Um, yeah, I was very impressed by him. And um, everything of what I say, because I always, we make these, when, when we always compare and we say, hey, we have somebody that's small that's going to get somebody that's big. And look, I, I, I know you're going to have that where you're going to have that transition of someone's going to, you know, someone small beating someone big. The question becomes, how do you sell it? Make me believe that you are you did your best to win that. He is the perfect example of that. That's the only thing that I'm saying. It's when I I, I didn't, first I didn't even understand why they were having the match. I mean, I saw the breakdown, the promo, and I'm like, but because I haven't been watching NXT, I, I'm being honest with you guys, so I didn't know what was going on from that. And, and I watched and you it. also you never you didn't go back. You didn't go watch the their match from UK. No, yeah. from, okay, from right. the Mania weekend, right? Yeah. Nope. 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 So it was. This was new for me, and I was just, <laughs> I was just amazed. I was wild, and so um, shout out to him. Congratulations for winning that. But again, I was sitting back going, "Who do you, who do you match him up? Because any burner you put, you're going, he'll kill him, he'll destroy him, he'll beat him. He like I couldn't even imagine, you know." He move up to the main roster. We have, I don't know, you name anybody, a match, I don't know, the Miz, and the Miz beat him. Not after I just saw what he just did. Do you know to water? <laughs> you know but, what I mean? It but was that just, goes, that goes yeah. to the point. And I think this is very, very crucial in understanding. That is the perfect person to be the NXT UK champion because it's different styles Yes. Over and it always has been in the UK. It's more of a shoot type of feel to got the, you. To the okay. Fight. All right. Now we'll make knuckles. Sense. Yeah. But 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 you know, here's something that I will say, and again, this is something that I wish WWE main roster would kind of do. Maybe not. Um, I remember back in the day when we would watch any match that would have Mick Foley, you know, uh, you know, Cactus Jack, if you will, that persona. It seemed like whoever he faced, the match would be that much more elevated because of his hardcore style in that persona. So sometimes I always wonder when you have a lot of, you know, you know, these British wrestlers who are very much bare knuckle, you know, brawler type, that if they go to the main roster or something like that, they either tailor a match that kind of, you know, makes what their style is seem that much more better. So it puts the situation for you know anybody who's competing against them to kind of have to raise the bar some kind of way, because it could very well make some matches much better, uh, in my in my opinion. Like I could see 
Dragunov going against a Damian Priest and Damian Priest having to up his level based on whatever they tailor the match to because of the way that they sign. And maybe that's just me having a wish list that might be too much to do. Well, I, I guess think it to be functional. You're missing one of the most obvious, I think, comparisons in the sense. And that is it, he's Chris Benoit. Yeah. Yep. He, he literally is that size. And also to go to point, you know, when you look at his size, unlike a guy like Darby Allen, who looks like a kid, like why the hell could that guy beat that guy? Dragunov looks like the guy you don't want to meet in the bar right. at, you know, 3 a.m. when the you know, he's drunk and yeah. it's closing. Speaking right. so, of bars, wouldn't you like to see him versus uh, uh, the likes of uh, what'd you call it? Ah, uh, Seamus. If he breaks Seamus's nose, yeah. <laughs> I would like to see a bar fight with him and Seamus. Let's put it that way. Before Seamus is done, as long as as long as Seamus doesn't wear his ring gear and wears the the wife beater and the suspenders, yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, man, good stuff. Uh, I like I say that was just a great match to me. Uh, that that probably was match of the night for me. Uh, but let's yeah, but DJ, DJ, how do you top that match? Was there a match right after it? There was. There was. There was. There was the Adam <clears throat> Cole versus Cal O'Reilly part three. Jesus, boy, was it a part three? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, 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 before, before you go into it, is NXT not the one place where they find used to be best friends become enemies to where you're not mad if we have to repeat this shit? Like, they have got the sauce with this shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, yeah, so we got a chance to see um, part three of this. Great storytelling and and for that this entire run. And, um, man, you know, it's it, it, the, what happened was the way it was supposed to happen. It was perfect. Uh, cause it, it, I'd be honest with you. I, I <laughs> when Kyle got, uh, handcuffed, I was like, well, how is, how is he supposed to pin him now? I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I just, that's the first thing that came to mind until I saw him put him in the submission. Like, Oh shit, I forgot you could do that. You know, <laughs> you yep. know, so uh, but excellent way to to end the story, and um, and if anybody needed that, you know, Kyle needed mm-hmm. that. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Where do you think this goes, man? What's your guys' take on you know what you've seen and where this goes from here? Adam Cole main roster. <clears throat> you think he want to go? I don't know if he want to go. <laughs> I think Adam wants to stay. It ain't a, it ain't you a question. If, yep. Okay, good. Or, yeah. or, or, or Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Adam, 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 Cole, Adam Cole to AEW. Yeah, I was going to say that. Be with, Adam be Cole with, to AEW. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he doesn't have a contract right now. So yeah. he finished. Yeah, this out. was his last day. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I got to get more involved, yeah. man. You guys are reading I, this shit. I don't know. I mean, well, I, I didn't. I didn't understand why they didn't put a loser leave step on this match. Because realistically speaking, it's it's going to be Adam Cole either going to the main roster or to AEW, and that's that's legit. Like it's yeah. going to be one or the other. Um, I, I don't think they wanted to put the. You know, how many times do we say they fuck up? Right. Yeah. I think for once they 
kind of thought with their heads and were like, well, if we do that, then we're just kind of, and we're legitimately saying loser leaves. So let's give it a little more drama to it because, you know, every time you hear a loser leaves match, and then if you know that contracts are up, there you go. Yeah. But they're still holding possibility to, to re-signing him. So we'll see. We'll Um, see. Chris in the chat says, um, so Adam Cole is dating Britt Baker rumors to AEW confirmed. Um, and that's all that, and that's all he said. I will tell you that in in one of the, um, I saw a tweet that came through earlier from, uh, Britt Baker and it just said, Bay Bay right after his match. So shout out to that. That is his girlfriend. So let's hope. Hey, hope shout, shout out great job kyle <laughs> yeah so all right let's go to the next one our last one actually that the nxt championship samoa joe versus carrying cross really good i'm gonna be honest with you, you guys are you probably are noticed i'm a huge samoa joe fan i've always have been and i'm just i have my markish moment Tonight, I did. I was like, "Why don't he you?" Yeah. Oh, he does. He marks, he marks. He marks out. Leave, he leave marks me alone, out. Steve. <laughs> yeah, I can mark out. But I had, I had, I had my moment. I was up there going, "See, why don't he go up against Roman Reigns and and then he now could get his moment of being." I had that moment tonight. But bottom line is, I <laughs> the match was just it was awesome. Um, uh, you know what's you know what's great about you, brother? <laughs> what's that? Right. You legitimately think his first name is Samoa. <laughs> That's the kind of fan you are. <laughs> Instead of Joe. <laughs> I, what's even funnier? Hey, what's you know even what? Funnier when is, I saw, is, uh, I hadn't seen mm-hmm. him walking around with a provoke me shirt, and I said, "Oh, I've got to buy that." Seriously, I, I seriously said, "I got to go in there and buy that." I didn't know he had that shirt. I got to get it. You know, yeah, it's 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 bad, but um, nice. But go ahead. What, what do you guys want to want to mention about this particular? He's three three time NXT champion. Perfect. It, awesome. it, 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 it's the best plan, and they kept they kept saying it over and over and over again. Going into the next chapter of NXT, going yep. through because there's going to be changes. Come Tuesday night, you are going to see changes, new logos, new way things are run. It's it's it's. Samoa Joe is definitely NXT property at this point. Obviously, the way he came back being released and then coming into, he's a perfect person. So funnel everything through him as far as your champion, and then whatever those changes are, have it go through him. It's perfect. Karrion Cross, as we know, is going to be main roster. Um, that's going to be interesting. I hope that um, Scarlett is cleared because she hasn't been cleared yet. I'd like to see him go main roster with Scarlett. So is that she's um, missing? From so him. is that the issue? Because I was about to ask you guys again. I don't read up on anything. Where the hell has Scarlett been? What's what's what do you mean cleared? What's going on? Well, well, she hasn't been cleared. Uh, uh, many reports have said, and and I'm not saying that so that Michael Contero went into me, but many reports have have actually said that she just hasn't been cleared, and that's why she hasn't been present. For what does the that last mean? Way. Like clear from COVID? I don't know. It could be COVID. It could be oh. an illness. It could they, be an injury. We don't know. Okay. Nobody yeah, they haven't attributed it to anything. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Most, li- most likely it's probably COVID. Yeah. Okay. But I, she's definitely something that that, that is a part of uh, what Carrie Cross brings, uh, her mystique presence and everything. So 
um, wish list for Simon Street when he does make his official debut, if you can even call it that. He does it with Scarlet by his side. So. Well, he already made his official debut. I know. That's why I put the quotations. Yeah, it's, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be one of those things where he starts getting it. But the the brilliance of tonight and the brilliance of the idea of the future comes down to one simple thing. That NXT UK belt is not on Walter anymore. And no. guess who Walter and uh, an NXT champion? I don't know, man. Yep. That could be one of the best yep. matches you'll yep. ever see. Mm-hmm. Hard hitting shit. Walter and Samoa Joe. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, take over. Always do well. Never disappoint. So shout out to number 36 that took place tonight. All right. Um, a lot of wrestling went down in Vegas this weekend. We just want to sp- talk a little bit about that. And then when we finish that, we're going to take – uh, a small little break for those that are watching us live. Uh, it'll be the end of the uh, of Monday's podcast, and then we'll uh, we'll start back recording right after it because we got a lot to talk about with the rest of the wrestling shows. But let's talk a little bit about what happened local, uh, being that some of you guys did go to the shows. Um, you can just speak on whatever. What was you impressed by? Uh, what did you get a chance to see? How was the fan reaction? Was there a lot of uh, did it appears to be a lot of locals or maybe a lot of out of towners? Um, I know I'll, I'll tell you this I don't know much, I didn't know much about GCW. And when I started looking into them, these guys are pretty big as for an indie type company. They travel, yeah. they travel around. Like, again, I'm sorry, I, I knew nothing about this. I, I'm thinking they're like a you know, like our local FSW, they got like a school do, somewhere. Do you, and, do, do you realize we do a, a wrestling podcast? I do, exactly, I do. <laughs> I do, and I'm 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 learning all the time, you know. So, and that's why you guys made me host, so I don't have to have a thought about anything. I I'm just I just learn. So I appreciate that. Thank you for the position. Um, so let's talk about what happened locally out here in the Vegas area. Just uh, what you saw, what was you impressed by, and um, you know, let's just talk a little bit about that. Uh, anyone you can go. Steve, why don't you start yeah. off with your experiences? Yeah, I can. Uh, I can talk a little bit about uh, GCW Off the Rails, uh, which came to us from Meet Las Vegas, not M E A T, folks. M E E T Las Vegas. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. It was a. Uh, how should I say this? It was a. Uh, it brought back vibes and. Uh, imagery from the PWG shows where you have a lot of people crammed into a building and it was hot as shit. Um, but the action was also pretty hot too. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a six way scramble match. Uh, Juventude Guerrera defeated Eli Everfly, Lucas Riley, Matt Vandegrift, Ninja Mac and Trey Lamar. So uh, getting to see uh, the juice get loose on a GCW show was fun um one quick 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 question because yeah um you know i I haven't seen the match yet did huvitude look better in the ring with those guys as compared to going against jericho okay okay yeah so i think that we can draw our own conclusions there at this point (laughs) um up next was uh 
the GCW World Title match, uh, Matt Cardona defeated Sam Stackhouse. And if you're unfamiliar with Sam Stackhouse, he is approximately uh, 450 pounds, oh. and uh, he's he's a large man. And uh, Matt Cardona, Matt Cardona came to the ring dressed and cosplay as Vince McMahon with the do rag from ECW Championship <laughs> days. Oh my God! It was a fucking hilarious. Wow! Quite possibly one of the one of one of the better things to happen to Matt Cardona in in retrospect will be him getting released. He has so much buzz around him, and he is he's trending yeah. on Twitter. And I I can almost guarantee that he is going to wind up in a much better place than if he just sat there, you know, collecting you know a paycheck, sure, doing the occasional job um but yeah dude fun match um there were a couple of hope spots in this one but it it was it was a, a squash match yeah um up next was uh jimmy lloyd against dark chic and uh these guys busted out the uh the, the um the stapler gun they they busted out a staple spot and um yeah it Oh my God. I uploaded uh, a couple of clips to our Instagram of them just stapling each other. And whew, it was, yeah, it was definitely, definitely interesting. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd did pick up the win uh, in about 12 and a half minutes. It's a very solid match. There was, um, you know, the, the staple gun spot, there were some chairs and stuff used. Um, but as we'll talk about later, not a whole lot of violence on this occasion and we would find out why on the next day but um after that um dante leon uh defeated nick wayne nick wayne is like 16 years old and the son of buddy wayne mm. um wrestling legend so pretty awesome to see nick all over the the shows this weekend and i'll tell you man for being 16 17 years old this this kid has got a, an amazing future ahead of him uh, whichever path that he chooses to go. Um, we had Effie defeating Ricky Morton in uh, just a fun match. Um, it, it one, one thing, including, I mean, it built up to a giant spot where uh, Ricky Morton just planted one on fucking Effie, just kissed him right in the <laughs> mouth, tongue and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, it, it was interesting. Uh, Effie did get the get the roll up win with uh, hooking the tights, small package style, in about five and a half minutes. That was good. Um, elsewhere, uh, Jordan Oliver defeated Starboy Charlie. Um, pretty good match. Uh, both of these guys. Um, I, I definitely noticed Jordan Oliver as being more of a more of a uh, breakout star. Um, he's just got it. You know, he's, he's, I, I think that he's definitely going to be getting some looks from a lot of promotions before too long. Um, elsewhere, we had AJ Gray defeating Ali Catch mm -hmm. uh, in about 11 20, uh, 11 minutes, 20 seconds. Um, pretty, pretty solid match, pretty brutal match. Um, obviously, whenever you have, uh, whenever you have AJ in there and whenever you have Ali in there, I mean, anything can happen. But um, yeah. Pretty uh, pretty solid stuff there. Um, then we got to uh, some might say uh, that this was borderline on uh, 
dream match if both guys were in their prime. Too Cold Scorpio, ladies and gentlemen, versus Chris Bay. And uh, Chris Bay picks up the win. Uh, 1647. Scorpio, Scorpio was in there. He was given he was giving it everything that he had, man. Chris Bay was pushing him, and uh, it was it was a it was a very very solid match. Um, but yeah, Chris Bay, dude, he's I mean he's rocking the Bullet Club gear. Um, he's over wherever he goes. This guy's just a superstar. We've known that for years, um, and quite frankly, got one of the loudest pops of the night. So, um, and then in your main event. It was a six-man tag team death match. Uh, 4-4-0, uh, Atticus Cougar, Eric Ryan, and Ricky Shane Page defeated the MDK gang, Mance Warner, Matthew Justice, and Nick fucking Gage. Uh, 18 minutes, 20 seconds. I'll be honest, there, there were no light tube spots until maybe the last two minutes of the match. Um, very, very conservative use of light tubes. And... Uh, it just this match did not resonate with me. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 felt flat um, when the when the finish happened. I I, I yeah. It, it just it didn't resonate at all, man. Yeah. I I I found myself leaving to go to Natural Born Killers at this time, kind of deflated, man. Not gonna lie. So. Bottom line, I guess GCW. When you see that they're in your town. You should definitely go by and see a show. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Definitely go see GCW. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, the show, the shows are unpredictable as hell. So absolutely. But you, also, you also have to be someone who understands what you're going to see. Yes. Without a doubt. Let me, let me preface that. You're going to watch people that will bleed. You're going to go watch people get thrown through broken or get thrown through glass. Um, there will be blood. There will be violence. There will be ultra violence. Um, it is not for the faint of heart, nor for children. <laughs> Perfect. Period. Okay. What else happened this weekend that uh, you guys want to mention that happened? You know, maybe a favorite match or something that took place. Um, your experience, fans, local, more out-of-towners. Michaels, Simon Street, go ahead. You're on mute, Street. I bet. I didn't get a chance to really go um, Saturday. I believe the event Saturday night, and um, I wish I could have because uh, I know Michaels was there, right? Uh, the, it was uh, Saturday at noon. Yeah, yeah, Saturday at noon. I couldn't go, but um, I heard that that was an amazing, amazing match, and it got very, very bloody. I'm sure Michaels. We'll, we'll talk about it. it. Yeah. Talk yeah. About it. But talk talk about what you saw today. I thought it was the whole weekend that we we're talking about. Okay, for sure. Um, so today, got a chance to go to uh, uh, FSW uh, or FSWW, uh, which was their women's event uh, part two, and it was really good. A, a lot of the matches, some people I've heard of, or some of the female competitors I've heard of, some of them I haven't. Um, I found out that um, you know, uh, uh, what was the young lady? Because Michael, you were there as well. I was trying to think of her real name, but she did. She went by. Uh, the name of um, uh, Barbados chocolate or, or Caribbean chocolate. Yeah, um, it, it's uh, Jocelyn. It's against Jordan Blue, right? She went against Jordan Blue. No, no, no. Oh, Jocelyn no, no, Navarro and uh, 
and uh, and uh, Vert uh, went against each other. And yeah, and by the way, that was one hell of a solid match. Those yeah. two really worked, and it was nice. It was really it's, nice. yeah, it, it was really really good. And, and, and like I said, I, I wasn't familiar with um, with the both of them, and so now you know definitely want to learn more. Um, so see, so they did a good job with, with showcasing people that maybe a lot of us haven't heard. Uh, which is good. Um, but th- the biggest part came from the end, um, which was um, Sandra Moon versus Maserati for the FSW Women's Championship. Um, pretty much for people who don't know, um, Sandra Moon, this would be her last opportunity to go for this title um, forever. Um, so if she didn't get the job done, it wasn't going to happen. Um, you know, and the uh, previous time that she, she actually did win what most people would ascertain. Um, but that belt was immediately taken back to her because of the technicality of uh, interference. So, um, you know, that was pretty heartfelt. So um, this match had a lot of, uh, of passion. Um, everybody was in tuned. Um, you definitely saw a new side of, of Sandra, uh, Sandra Moon. She went in deep, focused, relentless. And uh, the, the match was a doors, ladders, and chairs match. So you knew those things were in play. And um, every bit of it was in play, uh, uh, you know, and shouts out go to Maserati as well. Um, they put on a solid match. Everybody was emotionally invested. And, um, you know, Sandra Moon was able to do it. Uh, and she is your new FSW Women's Champion. Very deserving, very emotional um, at the end. Um, you know, she gave a brilliant speech about, you know, how this means a lot to her about the women who held that title before, of course, uh, you know, the many, many people, Ty Vaccari, um, Lacey Ryan, uh, you know, so many great people that have held that title and what that means to her and the legacy of uh, FSW Women's Championship. So solid, solid show. Um, I brought my son. He was excited about it. Um, you had, you know, other matches that went on that were just as good. Uh, excited for the next one. All right. Perfect, man. Maser- Maserati got a nasty cut (laughs) on her face. She got cut open on her head. And then Sandra Moon power bombs from the ladder Maserati through the door. It was one of the most impactful fucking sounds you'll ever hear in your life. And thank God Maserati's okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was brutal. Yeah. But, you know, Maserati can survive something like that because her workout regimen is fearless. I mean, that woman works out every day. Well, unless you're training with doors in mind. Well, I'm talking about her back. Her back muscles? No, real talk. When she goes, because I go to the same gym that she does, so I see her oftentimes. And let me tell you, her back routine, she swole. Like, real talk. Like, I wouldn't fuck with her. <laughs> well, let me ask you, Matt, man, as we... Uh... Uh, get ready to uh, to come to a close. What was your experience out there checking out? I know you went to uh, quite a few shows out there that happened, at least with uh, that was ran by FSW. Uh, how was the experience? How was the uh, the atmosphere? A lot of locals, maybe a lot of out of towners. Um, any favorite matches you, you, you enjoyed? You really want the uh, the answer of the locals versus uh, out of towners. Um, I honestly can say that, and I'm sure Steve can confirm, GCW has their people from out of town who went to these shows. So that's yeah. the majority of 
where you got the outer towers from. Um, I think that one of the biggest flaws this whole weekend for all these companies is that the advertising wasn't hitting all these different areas that it needed to hit. So that there were some of the fans who did not know that there were other shows going on. So that was a very interesting thing, but the fans showed up a hundred percent behind everything. Um, Natural Born Killers was tough because it didn't end up starting till about 1130 because GCW took fucking forever to do yep. their show and they pushed their time back and stuff. So um, Jake something uh, Jake something <laughs> at the start of the show was still in a Denver airport. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jake something uh, his flight, his his connector flight got delayed. And uh, as of about 1030 at night. Yeah, they hadn't even boarded the plane yet. So he literally basically got to the arena and uh, went against Tom Lawler coming off a plane. Um, no shit. Yeah, it was a good match. It was a good it was a good main event. Um, and and there were there were good things that were happening on that card. Um, it was Andy Brett the Threat put on a great match. Um, so Robbie Litt, Jay Cafe, uh, uh, you know, had a great uh, good match too uh to start it off um and graves and tito escondido just a lot of good stuff on that and then of course that's m a mixed in with wrestling so it, it was a hybrid show um and uh if anyone wants to check out natural born killers uh you know fight tv uh, all these uh pay- these uh pay-per-views were uh for fsw this weekend on fight tv um and gcw versus fsw the battle for las vegas went to gcw um you know what there were a lot of good matches from start to finish the crowd was fucking hot um remy marcel got a fucking dart stuck in his head which was just fucking brutal and i do apologize remy i understand it's all my fault so I got you, brother. Um, and, uh, you know, they had a big uh, FSW versus GCW former tag. The The biggest thing that happened there is that um, uh, Toa uh, turned on the FSW team and uh, him and Juicy uh, ended up uh, teaming up and uh, winning that for GCW. Uh, the MK Army is in full swing, so uh, expect more for FSW to go through with uh, a lot on that story. You had Starboy Charlie going against uh, Chris Bay, uh, which was a solid match, um, and uh, you know there, there there was a lot in there, including Effie versus Disco Inferno. Effie cut one of the most incredible fucking promos that's been in the last five years man it was so fucking good um and disco started it off by cutting his own promo that effie just went to town on and it was just beautiful those two worked so well together and you know effie is one of the best fucking wrestlers on the planet period bar none but that main event aj gray and nick fucking gage versus funny bone and cody cutthroat cody hancock man i'll tell you right now um you know everything was set so that um this match was something cody wanted 
He wanted to prove himself. He wanted to prove that FSW could hang with a company that is considered the best independent wrestling company in this country. And I've never seen three other guys in a match work so fucking hard and so well at really making it Cody's match. And this is the, the wow. truth. Nick Gage fucking destroyed Cody. He cut him with the pizza cutter. He fucking, uh, you know, right at the beginning of the match, before the bell even hit, Nick Gage finished the sentence and immediately just speared Cody through a fucking door. And it was just unreal. And then he took a portion of that door and started the first carve of Cody's head. Um, then he pulls out the pizza cutter. And you had shit like uh, they put a guardrail where Gage was on the guardrail and Funny Bone did a, a stomp down onto the guardrail. I mean, there was some crazy shit in the arena. But then they go through the backstage into the back parking lot where the light tubes and the fucking garbage bin and my God, it became a carving bloodbath. And the most amazing thing, and this is where you have to give Cody the absolute credit as being one of the toughest people around is Gage is fucking cutting him. And as soon as Gage, you know, throws down, you know, thinking that Cody's, you know, done and he throws down the fucking shard of glass, Cody gets immediately back up and he just fucking starts wailing in. And, you know, they move back into the arena and finally, um, you know, the pin is made and Gage and AJ Gray win that match. Um, but if you want to see one of the most brutal fucking things you'll ever see, go to Fight TV, buy the pay-per-view. You'll be entertained from, from beginning to end. Um, but that match is one of the just most unreal things that you'll see. Um, and like Steve said, thank God that there weren't that many kids because it definitely is not a kid show. It started at noon, which, wow, you know, you think, thank God there was only a handful, you know, four maybe kids yeah. there. Um, today at the uh, women's show, there was a nice crowd of kids. So it was perfect. Kids today could enjoy it. But last night was just for the fucking adults. And, um, you know, and for those people who came who were GCW people who had never been to FSW Arena, I thought one of the funniest things in listening to people talking as they were kind of going through the door and stuff uh, was the question of, do they serve alcohol here? Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's one of the big things. Um, but, you know, overall... Um, and, and there were other shows that ran this weekend too. Um, you know, Grab House did uh, their show on Thursday, um, and they will be doing another show at the end of October um, that will be keeping people posted on, giving a little bit more about. Um, there was stuff that went on at Super Beast Academy. There was stuff that went on at Versus. Uh, Alberto Del Rio ran that Lucha show. Um, there was a lot of fucking shit going on. And uh, DJ kept everyone informed on our social media on what was going on. 
Um, so, you know, again, um, when stuff happens in Las Vegas and you need to, you know, if you're coming in from out of town, go to our social media and you'll be able to see what's going on. So you can kind of hopefully be able to make plans. Absolutely. Thank you. And, and, and I could tell you from a person who been to so many manias every year, the, the one thing you're always trying to do is trying to find a site that gives you all the information of what's happening in pro wrestling in town. And you're trying to search the webs and sometimes you find something and sometimes you don't, but we're going to try to make it easy. When you hear events coming to Vegas, don't feel you got to go search. Just keep it locked right here and we will keep you posted. Everything going down uh, with wrestling here in town. So thank you guys for that. Um, we are, uh, that's it for our wrestling talk in terms of WWE. If you're watching us, we're going to be right back in just a second. Yes, we got to talk about Mr. CM Punk. We're going to get into it and everything AEW, Impact, and, uh, and ROH and, and more. So, uh, but in terms of the podcast, uh, that, you know, that episode will be on Tuesday. All right, so with that, we will see you guys later who are watching us and who listen to the podcast. We'll see you on Tuesday. Until then, take care. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.